Hello, and welcome to Time Between Times Storytelling, with me, Owen Staten. Welcome to a place where tales are traditionally told. Welcome to a place where we can leave our cares, our strifes, our worries behind, and sit back and relax and enjoy a story. Welcome to the Time Between Times. First, can I thank you? All those who have joined us, all those who choose to listen, all those who lose themselves in the land of story. I am so grateful to you and thank you for all the kind words, all the messages of appreciation about how these stories are taken, how these stories are listened to and what these stories do to you. I am very, very grateful. So now, even though I am in a different place today, and sometimes where I'm sitting now, the rain hammers on the roof like thunder. But if that happens, just ignore it. It is a natural sound. It is a good sound. It is the sound of nature. Just lose yourself in the story. So, join me at the time between times. The time when it is neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey. The time between times. The time when the veil between our world and the fairy world grows wafer, wafer thin. So thin that for just a few moments you can reach into their realm and for a few moments they can reach into ours. That is the time that people see ghosts. That is the time that people see lights in the sky. That is the time of fairy. That is the time when out of the corner of your eye you catch a glimpse of something that is not of this world. But it is safe and it is true and it brings happiness and love to our lives. Now is the time between times. So imagine you were sat around the fireplace. Our crowd grows. The storyteller is about to begin. Far away you can hear the howl of wolves. Far away you can hear the growl of bears. But you know you are safe here at the time between times. Today's tale is a sad tale. Today's tale may bring a tear to your eye. But that in itself is good. Sadness is an emotion we must all embrace. But know you are safe here at the time between times. It is neither night nor day. And this is where magic happens. Long ago in the land of Cymru there lived a prince. His name was Llewellyn Maur. He was the wisest of men. He was the strongest of men. He was the bravest of men. And he was king in all of Wales. A great man. A true man. He carried a sword that only he could lift. People would gather around just to hear him speak. And everybody loved him. But in his heart he was sad beyond compare. For in his heart he remembered his wife, Eleanor. Long ago she had come from a country across the sea and landed in a boat upon a beach. And when he saw her walking through the waves, his heart skipped ten beats. For he was instantly in love. Her hair was golden and hung round her back. Her hair was braided with flowers and her face was like that of an angel. They were in love. He was king and she was queen, and people followed them, and they were wise and true and just. But like so many things in life, just when happiness seems at its zenith, it took a bad turn. And about to give birth, Eleanor died, leaving Llewellyn alone, 
with their child, the Princess Gwen Lian. Every time he looked at the princess, he saw his, her mother's face. Every time he looked at the princess, he remembered the happy times that they had. But he looked after her and took her everywhere he went. But he was not entirely alone, for there he had his daughter, there he had the memories of old. But he also had his hound, Gellet, a huge wolfhound that went everywhere with Llewellyn. When Llewellyn slept, Gellet slept at the foot of the bed. When Llewellyn ate, Gellet slept under the table. Gellet and Llewellyn were inseparable. Gellet was a hound so large, they said, he could swallow the head of a man in one gulp. But inside his beating chest, there was a heart, a heart of a lamb. Such a gentle hound had not been seen. But his enemies feared him greatly, for his rage knew no bounds. But he was the most loyal animal anyone would ever know. One night, many years ago, when Llewellyn was out hunting, with his soldiers, with his troops, with his daughter, with his hound, there in a great camp in the middle of Wales, where the mountains stretched to the skies, and the forests were so dark you would not see your hand in front of your face, Llewellyn and Gellet made ready for a night's sleep. All around Llewellyn's enemies were gathering, but his life had been one great war, and this was no different. He kissed the baby Gwenllian and placed her in the cot at the foot of his bed. He looked once more at her gorgeous face and remembered the wife he once had. Then he called Gellert to him and said to him, Gellert, tomorrow we may fight a war, but now we are all here together, and you are my faithful hound, and I hold nothing but love for you. Go and sleep, for tomorrow may be a great day. Gellert curled in his basket, Llewellyn went to his bed, but just at midnight, when far away the church bells would strike twelve, a messenger burst into Llewellyn's tent, with a cry, my lord, my lord, our enemies are upon us. Listen, my lord, listen. Llewellyn listened and far away he could hear the whinnying of horses. He could hear the clash of steel and he knew that he had walked into an ambush. Upwards, he jumped upwards. He placed on his armour, he picked up his shield, he picked up his sword. Gellert, now we must fight. Come with me, Gellert. This great battle will happen this night. And our enemies will rue the time they gave battle with us. Come! But then Llewellyn remembered. His nursemaid was back at home in his castle. And there was no one to look after the baby Gwenllian. The clash of steel grew closer. He had only one idea and called Gellert to him. Gellert, I must go and do battle. Stay here and protect the princess with your life. Stay, I must go. And with that, Llewellyn was gone. And all through the night he fought, upon horseback, upon foot, with bow and with sword, until eventually, just as the day broke, he charged back into his camp with victory in his voice. I have won. We have defeated our enemies. 
We will know peace in these lands once more, he called as he walked back into his tent. But then he saw something he did not expect. For the tent that he had left in order was now in chaos. The bed was all torn asunder, the blankets all over the floor. Tapestries he had placed were torn down. His clothes were ripped and shredded. And the carpet was filled with blood. But the biggest horror of all, he could see that the baby's cot had toppled to the ground. The blankets covered in blood. And the cot empty. No, no, Gwenllian, where are you? Gwenllian, where are you? Then from around the corner of the bed, there walked Gellet, the faithful hound. The hound seemed different. The hound seemed uneasy. And the hound's mouth was caked in blood. No, no, no! Llewellyn's rage knew no bounds. Without thinking, he picked up the sword, and just as Gellet came to him, his head bowed in supplication. Llewellyn brought the sword down and killed Gellet there and then. The hound had a shocked look upon its face and then fell upon its side and breathed its last. Llewellyn fell to his knees and cried and cried until his eyes could cry no more. But suddenly and without warning, his cries were joined by the cries of another. The cry of a baby. The cry of his daughter. The cry of Gwenllian. Llewellyn got up and moved around. And there, under a broken chair, Wrapped in a shawl, he found the baby Gwenllian, safe and unharmed. It was then that he could see under his bed, and sticking out from the bed was a huge paw. Llewellyn pulled at the paw, and from out under the bed came the carcass of a giant wolf, its neck broken by the bite of a hound. And it was only then, only then, at that time, that Llewellyn realised what had happened. Whilst he was out fighting a battle far away, whilst he was out winning a war, whilst he was out clearing the lands of his enemies, another great battle had occurred right here, right now, right in the middle of this tent. For while he was gone, a giant wolf had crept out of the dark forests, Attracted by the smell of the baby, it had wandered into the tent. And there a great battle had occurred, hound against wolf, wolf against great dog. And it is there that Gellet had triumphed, and bitten the neck, and slain the wolf, and protected the princess Gwenllian. But now, Llewellyn had killed Gellet. Now Llewellyn had killed his greatest companion. Llewellyn's heart broke into a million pieces as he fell to the ground, realising what he had done. For Gellet had offered nothing but loyalty, nothing but love, and without thought, Llewellyn had killed him. 
He placed Gellert in his arms and took him to a place now called Bathe Gellert, where he buried him. It is said that Llewellyn never smiled again, and soon after he was killed in an ambush. But the story of Gellert lives on. Through the centuries, this tale has been passed down from generation to generation, from father to son, mother to daughter. And now I tell it to you, my friends, at the time between times, the time when it is neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey. It is a sad tale, a tragic tale, a tale to bring a tear to your eye, but a tale that is famed the world over, and one of the great tales of Wales. So I hope you've sat back and enjoyed, if that you can do, the sad and tragic tale of Gellet the Hound, one of Wales's most famous stories. So there you have it, our time at the time between times, our time deep in the forest, our time at the magical time for this week is about to come to an end. But know this, whenever you listen to these tales, you are safe. For whenever you listen to these tales, you are amongst friends. If you enjoy these tales on podcast, why not look for Time Between Times storytelling on YouTube, where these and other tales are told on a weekly basis by myself, sat in a chair, and where you can see my face, if that's what you really want. If anyone wishes to contact me, I am easy to find. Owenstaten at aol.com is my email. I would welcome any suggestions for tales, any ideas, anything you wish to hear. For although I am the teller of tales, it is you that receives them. So this show is as much yours as it is mine. Please, please, subscribe to the channel. Please tell your friends if you enjoy these stories and wish them to hear them. For then it will feel like I am not just talking to myself, but I am talking to my friends. So please, share, subscribe, like, leave a comment, all the usual things. So diolch for joining me here, and I will hear you, I hope, maybe one day tell a tale where I can sit at the time between times. But until that time, farewell. I shall see you very, very soon. Nosta. Diolch Thank you. Goodbye.